You're listening to The Gospel Underground, the only podcast that helps new and aspiring gospel artists develop the skills to become influential music ministers. It features resources and tips to help empower indie artists to own and operate their music ministry for major impact. And I'm your host, Janice Levon. So let's get this show started. Catch it in the TV, catch it on the road, catch it in the church house, sing it to the souls. This is different from any other sound because you're listening to the gospel underground. The Lord family, and welcome back to another episode of The Gospel Underground. I am your host, Jenny Slavon, and as always, it is an honor and a privilege to pour into you into your music ministry. So I am so, so, so grateful and excited. We have come to the end of season four, y'all. Can y'all believe it? That went by so, so quick, but I'm grateful that I have just had this honor and this privilege to share so much information with you all in this season. So we have been talking about how to prepare for a successful music release in these past, what, six episodes. This is episode number six. And man, I have just unloaded so much information on y'all. Um, I feel a little empty right now. <laughs> I feel a little bit empty because I just poured it all out. I just gave it all. And also I did it in real time while I was releasing my new single, When Judah Sings. So this was a lot. This season was a lot for me, but I'm just so grateful that uh, I was able to do it. And more than that, I'm so grateful that the information that I shared has been a blessing to you all. You all have been messaging me and and sharing the episode. Thank you guys so, so, so much. You've been asking your questions. You've just been really interacting um, more than ever before. And I'm so grateful for that because that tells me that this information is a blessing to you. And that is what I strive to do here on the podcast. I strive to be a resource to, you know, expose my processes and share with you my the things that I find and things that I learned um, because we're all on this journey together, right? We're on this journey together to be the best gospel music ministers that we can possibly be according to the will of God. And so today I am just going to be tying up this season. I'm not even going to be before you guys long. We do not have a artist spotlight on today. I actually didn't even have any more. So if you would like to be spotlighted on the on the podcast, make sure you click the link in the show notes or in our Instagram bio or in our Facebook bio and make sure you apply to be featured on the podcast. But yeah, this is going to be a really quick and short episode. I'm not trying to hold y'all long. I just kind of want to put a bow on what we've been talking about. I just want to tie it all up and just put the cherry on the pie of how to prepare for a successful music release. But before I get into uh, the the ending, the tying it all together, um, I want to remind you all that this season I created and shared with you all a free checklist. Yes, the road to release checklist that will be a great help to you as you prepare to release your new music for 2022 and beyond. So make sure you go into the show notes and click on the link. You just drop in your email address and then you will get a free download, a checklist for all of the different things that I've been sharing throughout this entire series. It will help you stay on track and stay focused focused on your music release process. And I really want you all to get that because like I said, 
You don't want to have to guess. You don't, you don't want to forget something uh, and then realize when it's a little bit too late, oh my goodness, I should have done X, Y, Z. No, get the checklist and stay on top of your game, okay? All right. So the title of today's episode is Pray, Plan, Execute. And I know that you all are familiar with it because I have been sharing that process with you all in each and every episode of this series. Um, I, when I first introduced this process that I have, I uh, was back in episode one of this series. I share with you all that I have done a lot of things. I've done many, many things. I have written books. I obviously host this podcast. I do YouTube. I am a first lady. I do a lot of things. Um, and I'm extremely creative, but in order for me to accomplish and to fulfill the assignment that the Lord has given me, I have developed this process of pray, plan, execute. And I wanted to tie up this episode back with that principle, that process uh, to remind you all of the point of all of this, right? Um, Naked music is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. And for many of us, it is a dream come true. If you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you all know that I started singing at two years old, started recording when I was about 13 or 14, and I've been writing since I was about 10, 11. So this for me is a dream. It's not just Oh, something that I like to do, something that I'm good at. No, it's a dream come true. This is all I've ever wanted to do. You know, I still work a nine to five. I've worked several jobs throughout my life, but my mind and my soul has always yearned to sing the praises of God. And it's real easy to get sidetracked, to get discontented, to get discouraged, to get disheartened, to just completely be thrown off of your track once you get into the music industry, right? So once you cross the threshold of no longer just being a Sunday morning solo singer or a part of the praise team, and as I always say, there's nothing wrong with that. That's where we all start out. And honestly, that's where we all, uh, we all, we need uh, people that sing on Sunday morning. You know, I've been inspired by so many amazing women and men of God who never cut a record, but they've just been phenomenal at what they've done. But once you cross that threshold of being just a local singer or just a Sunday morning singer into a professional musician, or as we call it, an artist, then things take a little bit of a different turn. There is a, you know, there are things and principles that there are things that you need to do, things that you have to do in order to protect yourselves, protect your intellectual property, and also to make sure that you are protecting and stewarding the ministry that the Lord gave you. So I want to kind of drive home uh, my method. And I know that it sounds incredibly simple and just, okay, yeah, haphazardly pray, plan, execute. Yes, pray, plan, execute. But no, I keep this method in front of me. I keep it at top of mind because as I've said, when you switch lanes into being a professional musician, things can get real murky real quick. You know, I remember kind of having a breakdown <laughs> um, some years back because the business of music and the politics of music had gotten just so overwhelming. They had gotten so overwhelming to the point where I didn't enjoy it anymore. It was no, I no longer, no longer had that spark in my soul, no longer had that 
feeling in my in my body to just yes I want to sing it was like drying up and what I came back to in order to get that joy that love back I had to come back to this process of pray plan execute pray plan execute because the truth of the matter is the music industry is is about business it's not about ministry at all the music, even the gospel music industry, it is about business. It is about the bottom line of who can bring in the most money. You know, it's about how many sales, how many conversions can you make? And as somebody who loves doing music just for the joy of it or for the ministry of it, you love to hear how people's lives were changed because they they put your song on repeat and your song had the word of God. That None of that really counts in the industry of it all. You know, we get really, uh, we hold our, I'll say this, we hold artists to an extremely high standard as we should. So, you know, don't think I'm trying to say anything different as we should, because if you are naming the name of Christ, you should be held to the standard of Christ. But also when you think about it in a business mindset, there are a lot of decisions that are made and things that are done, things that are said because they are trying to ensure that their bottom line was met, that the money is going to come in, that the stats are going to come in as 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 record labels and different ones have invested. And even as independent gospel artists, we get into that mindset of, okay, I've invested X, Y, Z amount of money. I need to see this amount of money back. I need to see this amount of streams. I need to see this. I need to see that. And while those things are okay, you should see a return on your investment. The industry does not care about the ministry. And so this process of pray, plan, execute, allows me to maintain my standard of ministry over artistry. I did an episode a while back entitled Ministry Over Artistry. And in that episode, I was sharing how there are a lot of artists that I know that kind of back away from being a professional musician because they don't want to lose that part of prioritizing the ministry. And pray, plan, execute is how I maintain focused on the ministry and not allowing the artistry of it, of it all to overtake me. Let me say that again. Pray, plan, execute. This method that the Lord keeps in front of me helps me to maintain my standard of ministry over artistry. That's not to say that I don't take care of my artistry because clearly I do with this whole series. I've shared with you all, all of the strategic things that I do to make sure that I'm doing God's business and and ministry with excellence. But for me, if the money goes away, if the streams and the stats, all those things go away, God, have I honored you? God, have I represented you well? And it all comes down to how I consider or how I value, like what do I, what do I value as success? What do I deem as success? And as believers, we should all have the understanding that success is pleasing God. Success is pleasing the most high God. So I just want to encourage you all today to 
if you are struggling at all in your music ministry, you, you're struggling with how to balance, how to, you know, how do I juggle these things? First of all, let me just tell you that balance is a myth. <laughs> because if you are trying to balance a number of things, eventually you're going to drop something. So don't focus on balancing, focus on prioritizing, prioritize the ministry over the artistry and praying, then planning, then executing allows you to do that. And as I've said in, in previous episodes as well, I don't just do this one time. I, this is a cycle that I continue to do with every step, every decision that I make in my music ministry. This is a cycle that I do with every step and every decision that I make in my music ministry. That's how I keep God high and lifted up before myself. That's how I keep the ministry and keep the focus of the ministry high and lifted up before myself. Because let's be real, it is real, real easy to esteem yourself. It is real, real easy to become extremely prideful. It's real easy to walk from under the anointing. Yes, you may be anointed, but it's real easy to walk straight from under the anointing and be in self. And that's something that I never, ever, ever want to do. That I never want to do. And even as I was like, teaching and sharing with you all my process uh, this season, something that kept coming up for me was consider the source. Consider your source. Consider the source. And, you know, we love to talk about how, you know, music is just powerful. It's this universal language. It's just this thing that, you know, can connect people from across the world. And yeah, it is, but it does not do that on its own. There is a spiritual component to all music. And if you didn't know this, I'm enlightening you today. There is a spiritual component to all music. That's why it's so, you have to be so careful as to what you listen to, what you open your spirit up to, because there is a spiritual component to all music. And if you're, if you are not clear that your source is the most high God, and you are a gospel artist, if you are a Christian artist, then you need to go back to the drawing board. If you're, uh, if, if when you create music, your intention is, is outside of the word of God, then your source is not God. And I know that might sound a little bit strong, but I have to tell it to you the way that I'm feeling it. Consider your source. So even in the business things, even in the the planning and the the strategy and all that stuff, consider your source. That's why this method of pray, plan, execute, it keeps me connected to God. It keeps my ears inclined to his lips as I am praying over every decision, as I am praying and seeking God over every turn and every change, as I am seeking him, it keeps me connected to him. It keeps my soul sensitive to what pleases the Holy Spirit. And then I plan according to his will. I plan according to what he has said to me, what he has enlightened to me, what he has shown to me. And to what he wants to do. I was asked a question recently. I did an interview with uh, my friend and producer, Terrence Farrell. Uh, and I will link the, uh, I'll, I'll put the link to the interview in the show notes. Uh, it was such a good interview on his podcast, T. Farrell Presents. But he asked me a question. He asked me, he said, you know, 
what is the goal or what was the goal for this song? And I shared with him, I said, you know, honestly, when I write music, I don't have a goal for it because I'm having a conversation with God. I'm asking him questions. He's revealing things and sharing things to me. And then when the song is done, he shares with me, this is what I want this song to do. This is the goal that I have for it. And so I plan according to his will. As I wrote my latest single, When Judah Sings, I had in mind what the goal was. But the Lord revealed to me that the goal was deeper than what I thought. But if I was not praying and seeking him, if I was not seeking God, then I would not have been able to see God's plan for the music. My plan is cute. It's all right. But God's plan is greater. So I pray and I consistently seek the heart and the the heart of God and just his will. And then I plan according to his will. And last but certainly not least, I execute fearlessly. I don't think about it twice. No, I'm not going to think about it twice. I'm doing it because I know that I for, that if I begin to think about it too long, if I meditate on it, then fear is going to kick in, anxiety is going to kick in, doubt is going to kick in, co- comparison will kick in. All of these things will kick in. And I don't have time for that. I have to do what God has called me to do. So I really want you all to consider this method. If you need a method, take mine. <laughs> Okay, if you if you desire to be a gospel artist, but you are scared because you've seen things in the industry and you're not sure, consider this method. I I invite you to take it. I listen. I ain't gonna be mad at you if you do. Okay, but I know what it's like to get knees deep into the industry and and start meeting people and moving, doing this and that and this and that. And then you find yourself far from God. The love is gone. The joy for just singing for the most high is gone because you are not in alignment with what he called you to do. So I hope that this entire season was a blessing to you. I hope that you enjoyed seeing my process and uh, going with me in real time as I have uh, released my single. And now as I'm still promoting my single, amen. Um, I hope that you were inspired and encouraged. I pray that you were enlightened and that you learned something. And if you got nothing from this entire series, I hope that you take away this method of pray, plan, execute. And this is not just for music, but I'm speaking to musicians right now. So I want you to keep that in your mind and your soul. Pray, plan, execute. Consider your source. Consider your source. What spiritual source is riding with your music? Think about that. When you write in the lyrics, what spiritual source has has made an imprint or uh, made an influence on you to write that? When you are dressing yourself for your photo shoot, what spiritual source, come on somebody, has influenced you? There's, there's, there's so many gospel artists, so much gospel music out there, so much that is labeled gospel, child, but we're not going to get into that. But so much out there, and not all of it has the source of the most high God. And if it is your desire to be led of him, to be led of the highest, then I encourage you to take on this method of pray, plan, 
and execute. So I love y'all. Like I said, it's not going to be a long episode. Um, again, I hope that you all were blessed by this entire season. If you have any questions, you can always shoot me an email or DM me. Make sure that you guys are following us on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. Um, Again, if you enjoyed this series, I encourage you, please leave us a five-star rating and review. You can do that on Spotify or you can do that on Apple Music or wherever you listen uh, to podcasts. At. I know those are the two main ones. But yeah, share this podcast. If it's been a blessing to you in any kind of a way, share the podcast. Make sure you get a screenshot of it. Tag us on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. And I love you guys so much. I'll be going on break for three weeks, but I will be back. Okay. All right. So I love you guys so much. Stay focused on Jesus. Keep one other in prayer and I will speak to you soon.